podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, so your nose is still hurting you a little. My nose is still fucking bruised. Yeah, I got a couple dots on my nose. Pretty good sized dots. And a bruised ass as well. Fucking more than a bruised ass. To give you guys a backstory, I work with dogs. Um, That's what I do during the daytime when I'm not recording balling ass podcasts. (laughs) And uh, finally, after like like basically eight years of working with dogs professionally, I've been around dogs my whole life. My grandparents were AKC Collie breeders. I worked at a kennel when I was a teenager. I've been around dogs a lot, but uh, I work for a company called Dog Watch, and uh, we do hidden fencing and whatnot. And uh, just like a week and a half ago, I got mauled by a German Shepherd. Fucking of all breeds, one of the one of the ones that's always stereotyped as the attack dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, I'm really good with dogs, so like I wasn't even expecting it. We were cool, me and the dog. We had our chat. We were chill, and then out of nowhere, he turned on me. And uh, basically, so the the list of events. He uh, he goes for my face. I pull away just in time, so he doesn't really. He punctured a hole in my lip. Enough pressure to really do some, like, bruising on my nose, which that's, like, the most noticeable thing. And then he, like, I push him away, he grabs my hand, and he uh, puts a pretty deep puncture wound with his canine fang in my uh, thumb. And then the motherfucker proceeds to grab my ass and start doing the death shake. Well, that's when I had to give him a, a fist to the face. I had to give him, like, a backhand right to the fucking dome. And then he, he let go and ran around the house and, like, was, like, gone. Oh, so he was unleashed. Unleashed. He was, Damn. uh, we were getting acquainted, me and this guy. You he was Cujo. definitely, he was a Cujo. And, uh, he was definitely a little mouthy before he was barking at me and shit. And, uh, that's normal. You know, dogs, you know, they're nervous. They're meeting somebody new. They might bark a little bit. But this motherfucker just turned on me out of nowhere. Shredded me pretty good. And uh, I was gushing all over this guy's basement, uh, garage rather, and uh, medic! I need a medic! I, I was like off put because like I've never been bit by a dog. Yeah, so that would, was like that would scare anyone. Yeah, it was definitely a little like it took me a second to process it, which was the weirdest thing. Like, and uh, man, I just never expected it. My uh, my brother was bit by a dog. He had to get like uh, stitches or whatever on his arm because it got him pretty good. Yeah, yeah, which is very easy. I mean, this dog, you know, this all occurred within, you know, probably 20, 30 seconds, and he fucking... I probably should have gotten stitches on my thumb. Like, it's still pretty open, and it opens up, like, you know, if I, like, press it, it'll, like, spread open and shit. But, like, I'm not one to go to the doctor, so, I, you know, I'm avoiding the bullshit. But uh, As long as you're keeping it disinfected, 
peroxide, the baby. The dog had its shots. Yeah, the dog was all cut up in the shots, so I'm not going to turn Rabbit into a zombie or anything. Definitely an experience, people. You know, I don't recommend what It's an experience that I don't recommend. Don't mess with the best. <laughs> You're an American slacker. Welcome to American Slacker, and today's PSA is avoid any dog that looks aggressive. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. And uh, today's show, we got a good mix for you. We got the bizarre news, as always. Then we got a little video game action. And then we're going to lead to the long-anticipated green corner. So starting out, we always like to talk about weed news. This time around, we got an article from CNN Politics. It says, Secret Service relaxes marijuana policy in bid to swell ranks. Now, the Secret Service generally would screen most of, or all of their candidates for any sort of illicit substances. Marijuana is something that's used more uh, readily these days. Just in culture, it's being more widely accepted. And they used to not let people join if they had, you know, smoked marijuana because it's an illegal substance under the federal drug policies. Yes, and in marijuana stays in your system. You know, if you're doing a urine test, it stays in your system for at least a month. If you're fatter, it'll stay in your your system for up to three months. And if they're taking a hair follicle test, it could stay in your system for about six months. So it's quite a problem. And even on top of that, they have a lie detector test that is mandatory. And yeah, unless you're a sociopath, you're not going to get past it. So yeah, that's uh, they're relaxing their policy as of last month. They decided that they're not going to use marijuana as a discriminatory policy of uh, disqualifying candidates. Which is a great cause. Like, it's a great movement. I mean, come on. Pot does not make a bad person. It's not because they just want to, like, be good dudes. It's more the fact that they're looking to swell their ranks. This is in response to, you know, a lot of the terrorism threats around the world. And just the fact that they're looking to hire uh, 3,000 people in the coming years. To, and that's just the Secret Service, not counting other uh, state police that are also looking to reevaluate their drug policies for their forces. Yeah, I mean, everybody today takes a little has a little partaken in the devil's lettuce so i mean you're gonna have to overlook that yeah it happens you know it doesn't mean you're a bad person jeff sessions fuck you fuck you so that's our our little weed update for the episode we will be posting this article on monday with with our episode on our facebook page as we always do so make sure you head on over there check that out I think you got something a little more metal for the next story, though. Oh, hell yeah. This is one of the more metal things I've ever heard in my lifetime. It's coming from Germany, where there's a hard rock festival with a four-mile pipeline of beer delivering some hoppy goodness to the festival goers. Fuck yes. I like it already. The BBC reports that in Wacken, Germany, an underground beer pipeline network is delivering this beer across four miles to this festival and it will be reaching it with a velocity to pour six glasses every six seconds god damn that's a high velocity beer line how is it jen tell us it's it's beautiful (laughs) 
magical. It's laughing at me. I wish I could brush my teeth with it. I want to put my dick in it. I wanted to put its dick in me. That's a lot of beer. I was saying the only thing that would make this more metal if, is if it was a pipeline of blood instead of a pipeline of beer. And, and a fucking thrasher was surfing it, headbanging yeah. the whole way, just like fucking, yeah! And in my mind, this was originally like a six-foot-wide pipe going four miles, but in reality, it's only about a foot wide, So it's and it's going underground, but it's getting beer to the people who need it, metalheads. Hell yeah, and I mean the idea like really is an efficiency, honestly, from what you've told me so far. I mean it's it's about getting rid of alleviated traffic, and we all know how it goes. Like when you order a beer and they gotta re fucking tap the keg, they gotta put a new keg in the line. That's annoying. There's gonna be seventy five thousand people, so yeah, that so that's Jesus. that's a lot of beer that they're handing out. You don't want to be dealing with bottles or kegs in any of that situation. Fuck no. Yeah, no. Especially at a festival. Um, I think about 75,000 people are supposed to be expected at this festival. So, I mean, that's a lot of people to fucking get hydrated with their alcohol. Yeah. Also, some bands playing there. Megadeth, Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper. And it's happening August 3rd to August 5th. So, if you're over there in Germany, go get some beer and go get some metal. I feel like that's a world record. Four-mile beer line beer pipeline sorry that's crazy well i mean if they didn't have the pipeline there would be a four mile beer line is what Fuck it sounds yeah, like dude let me tell you i just came from a festival and the beer line was the most unpleasant part of it you might as well just like pop into a convenience store at that point yeah <laughs> exactly bound to be one on the route <laughs> yes and actually in our next story it brings us to a 7-eleven where a customer microwaves some urine and then microwave explodes what? I had no idea that urine could uh, do such devastation to a microwave. Well, it wasn't quite the urine. The urine was the shrapnel in this case. I'll, uh, I'll inform you here on this Gizmodo article. It talks about a 7-Eleven in Oregon that serves up some big gulps, hot dogs, you know, the usual fare. Someone walked in wanting to use the microwave for some more illicit purposes than just like a frozen burrito. This man was on the way to his drug test, and he had some fake urine. You know, he wanted to try and get one over on his employers, so he was taking okay. this urine, but it was a little cold, and he had wrapped a hand warmer around it. Okay. He was trying to get it up to body heat, because, you know, he, they will register right away that it's too cold to be natural human urine. I mean, Oregon's a little north. I know it gets a little chillier up there a little sooner in the season, maybe walk in you know with like an ice a peasicle it's not really gonna work for you so no. he, he's got, he's got the hand warmer around it it's not quite doing it he's like let me get a burrito and a hot dog and let me use that microwave i don't know what he ordered <laughs> i'm just throwing that in there who do, who doesn't pick up a little snack on their way into 7-eleven even when you're heating up your fake urine yeah you want a taquito or something Right? So with the, uh, they got metallic strips in them. You don't want to eat those. You got to be careful. We referenced this already, people. <laughs> so this man takes his fake urine with the hand warmer wrapped around it. and goes, you know, I'll just pop it in there for like a half, half a minute. That should like warm it up enough. But the chemical makeup in a hand warmer has pieces of charcoal, iron powder, sodium chloride, and vermiculite. And the hand warmer heats up through a chemical reaction that causes oxidization of the iron, 
Yep. And the microwave exploded. Yeah, no metal in a microwave at all. It's not going to work out. I don't think they realize that, you know, there's metal in the hand warmer. I I just don't understand how somebody didn't have the intelligence to pull the hand warmer off if you're going to heat up your fucking urine in a microwave. It's it's a gross way to explode a microwave, that's for sure. Oh, I feel sorry for the employees that had to clean up this mess of piss. I, I feel any bad for anyone in the vicinity of the, the piss shrapnel that was flying oh. out of that microwave. Oh, like the the Unabomber used tacks and nails, this guy used piss. I don't know, you decide which is more unpleasant to encounter. When you tell Ricky he can do whatever he wants, his brain immediately goes to piss. And next thing you know, the fucking sky is raining down with piss jugs. Now you gotta make more coffee, you have to desanitize all the slushy machines, slurpy machines, they all gotta get cleaned out. <laughs> this is a whole lot of work for these workers. You're gonna have to close down that 7-Eleven. Yeah, for a while. Well, it was a crime scene. So the police did their... They definitely had to close this place down. It was inspected by a explosives unit. And they realized that the hand warmer was the the thing that blew this microwave off. And the person who had done it fled the scene. <laughs> yeah, I'd fucking flee the scene too as soon as that microwave started making some awkward noises. And they actually have not yet caught this person, so... This, this piss bomber's on the run. I found it funny how the article referenced that Oregon is one of the few places where recreational cannabis use is legal. Like, it was blaming a pothead, like, just because of the urine. He could have been a cokehead. You never know. Yeah, true. That's a good point. That night, I feel like in a lot of states that legalize, they don't necessarily test for marijuana anymore. Yeah, true. That's, uh, that's for the piss bandit to tell the police when they get caught. Yeah, yeah, and if you piss are bomber, the piss bandit, the piss bomber, I like that better. If you are the piss bomber, shame on you. You close down at 7-Eleven, a lot of people weren't able to get their, their roadside snacks on the way to work or on their break time. I guess it isn't even real piss, it's like the the false piss bomber. Yeah, but you never know, it could be real piss dehydrated into powder. Nobody wants any type of piss, <laughs> whether it's synthetic or real. Organic I'd piss. rather synthetic than real, I guess, if I had I to I guess, pick. but I, mean, <laughs> I don't know the depths of what synthetic is, if it's organic. It's dehydrated uh, canine urine. Oh, I'd rather, oh. What would you rather, canine piss or, like, human piss all over you? I mean, it's still both of them sound equally bad. I don't want to be pissed dog, on my dog. A dog's more acceptable. Ah, I just had it with dogs, as we've talked about. Then it's an accident. If someone pisses on you, then... You got bad friends. In our next story, actually, we have some dogs that are culprits in stealing loaves of bread from a convenience Aww. store in Central California. Well, that just sounds cute. This dollar store in Shafter, California, has video footage from the security camera of huskies running it, or well, trying to run out with bags of bread. It was said that they had done this the day before and that they came back to steal the bread again. And so they, they, they got cased greedy. the joint out and then they were like, hey, what's going on? And then they figured out the heist. This was a little bit, a little uh, crime spree they had going on. They would come in, everyone would be like, ah, oh, cute dog. Then they snatch the bread and they run out. They rip it all up in the, uh, in the alley nearby. Having a good store. old time. 
They're, I didn't know dogs like bread that much. Hey, I mean, I guess whatever they can snatch up and uh, make away with. They had no ID tags and they were sent to doggy jail. Ah, man. They had to put them in the pound. They're, they're nuisances to society. You can't go running around like that and just fucking stealing bread from Dollar Generals. They're just cute little huskies, man. I'm looking at the photos right now. You got one typical husky that's gray and white. And you got another one that's brown and white. And they're both, they're just cute as shit. That gray and white one has no remorse. He's smiling. You do see that. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to back you on that. That one is just smiling like a motherfucker. The other one is just so goofy that you can't you can't hold him responsible. He's no. licking his nose. They don't He's know a goofy better. son of a bitch. So these, these that was a harmless little uh, little thing going on. But in our next story, we have a peacock causing a frenzy inside of a liquor store. Peacock in a liquor store. That's a first that I've ever heard of. Sounds like a, a brand of liquor, like Peacock liquor. Oh yeah, it does actually. I would. It'd be like I would a imagine gin. it. I was just gonna say, I imagine it to be a gin. This this also comes to us out of California in Arcadia, California. A female peacock got loose in a liquor store. It's down near Los Angeles, and an animal control officer had to come in with a net. The video is the only thing that does this justice. This peacock is walking from bottle to bottle as the animal control officer attempts to catch it and several liquor bottles with a net. And a lot of product ended up being lost because of this damn bird. I'm imagining he was just trying to scoop up some bottles with it, take them with him. You know, he's just like, a little hey, too let, me heavy. Just let me just grab a little bit of that with me and bring that out to the truck. We'll never know the difference. I wonder what the uh, flight speed of a uh, peacock carrying a bottle of champagne is. Ha <laughs> They can't really fly, I don't think. They more hop. No. No, they, they definitely just, like, flutter their wings. They can't fly. I want to know where this peacock came from. Like, we've been theorizing, like, if it was, like, a zoo escapee or if maybe a rich person had peacocks loose on the property, you know, for dress type deal. That's what I'm guessing. It just, like, walked away. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, we're talking Cali. You never know. People have fucking peacocks that roam their property just to, you know fucking make it look better the peahen as they call it in this at uh sf gate article which i didn't realize i guess there's a peacock and there's a peahen so you got cocks and hens like chickens but male ah. and female peacocks so Easy this to decipher who's a male and female so this peahen was in the store for about 90 minutes and broke uh 500 worth of fam- the family store's best wine bottles 90 minutes? I mean, after, like, fucking 30, I'd be like, this this peahen's gotta fucking go. For the first hour, they were just drinking and everything was cool. He freaked out for the, like, last half hour. You can't give a uh, peacock red <laughs> wine. If you do, if you're giving your peacock shots, that's what ends up happening. Yeah, I guess, yeah, no matter what kind of animal, if you give it shots, it's gonna act a fool. For the first hour, he's just, you know, chilling out drinking. For the last half hour, he's fucking wiling out. Yep, yep. It's closing time. Last call, fool. That's what pissed him off. They tried to kick him out. Yeah. You reached your limit, Peacock. You can't tell a Peacock that it's hit its limit. I mean, that's just a no-no. A lot of these places, you're allowed to taste the wine. He's treating it like a bar. you got to kick him out. Some unruly animals that we always like to think of are sharks. And in our funny clip for this episode, we have something that we found actually off our good friend and fan of the show, Dave... 
Guns page, he posted a clip of... You want to describe it, Matt? I like to call this the reverse Jaws. Now, what's going on is it's uh, captivating the end of Jaws. Um, I don't remember the captain's name, but it's the scene where the captain is in the ship and Jaws is, like, eating away at the ship. Jaws ends up eating the electric line, getting electrified, and uh, the captain survives. But what happens here is it's the complete opposite. There is a shark in a boat, and then all of a sudden a madman, a human, pops up and eats the back of the boat. In a Speedo, yes, that that definitely needs to be notified. He pops up, eats the back of the boat open, smashes it open, and the, sh- the shark is just terrified. He is, like, not knowing what to do with it. And this man just proceeds to jump up on the ship and beat the shit out of the shark and drag him into the ocean. I'm sitting here watching it myself. I could watch this endlessly. This is hilarious. Oh, the first time I saw this, I watched it three times in a row dying. Yeah, we both saw it today and we agreed this had to be the clip. Has to be. And uh, we're going to post this up, uh, what do we agree, on Wednesday? Wednesdays. Wednesdays are the funny clips to the uh, Facebook. Yeah, and yeah, definitely scope, yeah, check up the Facebook, check up the Instagram. We'll have this up and uh, you can check it out. It's hilarious. It's one of the best clips we've ever featured, honestly. And uh, thanks again to Dave. You made us crack up with this. Now we're moving on to our next segment, which is video games. It's me, Mario. So for video games, I want to top it off by saying E3 is going on as this podcast is released. It's going on from June 12th. No, I'm sorry, June 13th to June 15th in los angeles and anyone who's a video game player knows that that's where all the big announcements come out of there's rumors of battlefield 2 and it actually there's a lot of cool games that always come out of this convention oh yeah yeah it's like the mecca of all video game conferences it's where you find out everything that's going on and e3 will have sea of thieves we mentioned it in our last episode how we've been waiting like a year for this game any sort of news and i guess they have a beta out right now that's that's a step in the right direction and you can pre-order it off of amazon or through like the microsoft store so that's at least definitely a a game i'm looking forward to yeah uh sea of thieves is like a pirate uh free roam sort of thing where you man like a pirate ship with other people and you can like the ship can sink It, it it looks really really interesting we always like pirate games, be it this one or like Assassin's Creed or any of those. We also have an update coming out of Rockstar. We always like following what they have to touch on. And it's the gun running update that we mentioned a little bit in the last episode. Yeah, man. It definitely looks to be one of the better add-ons for if you're into the storyline. And I think we have an actual date on it. It's coming out June 13th as well. Yep. So day after this podcast releases, you update your Grand Theft Auto and get that gun running DLC. Comes with a bunch of stuff. Uh, so there's like a subterranean bunker. So I'm guessing that's gonna be a level, like the what's it, hunt, hunt the people or whatever. They they have tons of adversary modes now. Yeah, yeah, it's getting out of hand. There's so many. So yeah, that'll be out June 13th. There's a pretty cool trailer. Maybe we'll post that up on our Facebook. And another thing coming out from Rockstar, Red Dead Redemption 2. 
spring 2018, people. Another game that, uh, you know, like, it hasn't been too long, but they, they released some promos, I mean, a few months back, probably six months back now. And uh, they were real, like, ed very minimal. They just posted, like, a background, no title at all, just the Red Dead. You knew something was up on the Rockstar page. And uh, there's not a lot of details, but all I can tell is that John Marston is on the cover. Yeah, so there's going to be, I'm sure we're going to see stuff about that coming out of e or, uh, E3 down in LA. We're going to be covering a lot of that. Hell yeah. So for games of the month, we have Speedrunners that comes out June 1st to June 30th. You can grab that for free as long as you have Xbox Live Gold, which if you're playing online, you would. Speedrunners is a lot of fun. It's a sort of speed platformer where you're racing other players and it's kind of like little superheroes. Uh, who are racing each other and you get eliminated as like the box the view of uh, screen closes in around you over time so it, it's a cool one I've been kind of addicted to it I just jump on and play it reminds me of iDarb okay yeah that was a really good game we spent a lot of time on yep and the next game they're giving out is uh, Assassin's Creed 3 which takes place in the Amer during the American Revolution and uh, you it's pretty wild. It's completely different than any of the other Assassin's Creed games. I'd say it's better than the last one that they gave out. They're giving out these games, it seems like, in, in a certain order. And it yeah. only seems to be getting better. Yeah, definitely. Um, the last one, just I wasn't a fan of that when I bought it way back. Playing an older Assassin and whatnot. Just wasn't my deal. Right. This one, uh, one of the things I didn't like is like you won't find like the same buildings like all over the place it's a lot less limited you're kind of out in like the open world a lot and uh you're like basically jumping up trees and shit so it's it's a little different gameplay wise but it's still got the assassin's creed flair with the additive of tomahawks and bows and arrows now which is pretty fucking cool fighting redcoats talking to benjamin yeah, franklin fuck the redcoats <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see a lot of historical figures pop up in the gameplay which is pretty cool so that's, that's available until the 15th, so you only have another two days to grab it, or three days to grab it, as of the release of this episode. Another one that they're giving away that wasn't mentioned, it's not really Games for Gold, I think it's just free right now. It's called Phantom Dusk, and this is a strategic fighting game where you're basically shooting fireballs and shit like that at floating enemies and monsters and you're in like an underground bunker. It kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy, but like a little bit faster, not like turn-based. Okay. It was okay. That's pretty cool. It's okay. It's it's kind of anime. It's like definitely an anime style game. Okay, yeah. Certain tastes will draw to that game. Yep. It comes with a free multiplayer DLC pack, and I didn't actually try the multiplayer. I wasn't that interested in it. If you like achievements or maybe you like that style of gameplay, it's available June 1st to June 30th. So pick up Phantom Dust, uh, Assassin's Creed 3, and Speedrunners while you still can. Hell yeah. And then the next the next episode, we'll be talking about a few more games that are coming out. Um, you'll be able to get Watch Dogs June 16th to July 15th. Very cool game. And uh, Dragon Age Origins, which will be available June 16th to June 30th. So both of those yeah. will give, it, give them a little bit of coverage in the next video game segment, along with all that E3 stuff we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Those are some good games coming out. This is a good month for free games with gold. It's finally stepping up, and I remember you saying uh, that there's not, there hasn't been a game to really be excited about in a while. Yeah, yeah, and they're giving out a bunch of mainstream games, which is cool to see. 
But let's break away from the video games. Let's uh, step into the green corner. Alright people, it's been a while since we've talked about some uh, UFC shit, so let's get into this. We're just coming off of UFC 12, 212, which was uh, quite a good pay-per-view. Um, I'm not going to go down the whole event, but I mean, the main event alone was a fucking great fight. Uh, we saw Max Holloway defeat Jose Aldo and the, become the undisputed featherweight champion. Third round, knockout. It was fucking craziness. Um, a lot of people didn't think that he was going to run through Aldo. But he did, man. And he's a young kid, so it's interesting to see this. One of the other things that's like weird about it is that if Connor comes back from this boxing match, say he loses, he'll wanna he might want to go back for the title he never really lost. He vacated this title, the featherweight championship. Now how's that so work? Did he just give up the belt? Yeah, he gave up the belt, um, just cause uh he was holding up two different divisions. So I mean can't have that going on. It's getting crazy. Fight them both. Two at once. Yeah, yeah, fight them both. Well, the weight change is what really, really fucks them on that. Yep. And the co-main event was Claudia Gahalda versus Carolina Kowalkowicz, which I always butcher her name. I heard it the other day, and it was something completely different than what I call her. So we'll just call that the slacker pronunciation of it. There you go. She uh, submitted Kowalkowicz in just three minutes. And uh, it seems that she's wow. going to get a chance to go at Johanna Champion, another lady that I won't butcher her name, but everybody t has been tending to call her Johanna Champion. So we'll take with that. And uh, that girl can't be stopped, man. She's fierce. Whenever Johanna goes down, she comes right back up. That's the thing. Like, the few times that she has been knocked down. So it it'll be an interesting fight if that comes to. So yeah, if you guys get a chance, watch the rewatch of uh, T12. It was definitely a fucking great event. But there's something more coming in the future. T 213, which we'll cover at the end of the show, is going to be an amazing pay-per-view. It's stacked. But let's touch on some news that's going on in the UFC and MMA world. One of the big things that you might have been hearing about is War Machine. Now, War Machine is he's a former mixed martial artist and uh, pornographic actor who had a short stint in the UFC. Recently, he's been in trouble because, well, he assaulted his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend. He broke her nose, 18 broken bones in general, she was missing teeth, fractured rib, and a ruptured liver. So he really fucking hurt this girl. It's fucked up. And if you're not aware of who his girlfriend is, it's Christy Mack, famous uh, pornography actress. They were together for quite some amount of time, and they actually even featured in a porno together. A little fun oh, fact there. wow. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, this has been going on. This happened back in 2014, the original assault. So now we're just getting to this month, and this week he was actually convicted and sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 36 years. He's got a fucked up ear. Oh my god, yeah, he's fucked up in general. He's a he's war machine, and he literally changed his name to War Machine in legally. 2013. <laughs> yeah, it's legally named War Machine. Born Jonathan Paul Copenhavier. <laughs> I see why you're with War, War Machine. Machine. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he, he was only in the UFC for a short time. He was on the Ultimate Fighter, and he was on uh, Matt Serra's team. And then he uh, he had one match in UFC 84 in 2008, and then he got dropped. Um, I believe it was actually legal trouble. So he has a long <laughs> rap. Surprised. This guy, yeah, in 2007 he was found guilty of striking a Las Vegas man in the face and choking him unconscious Whoa. during a parking lot scuttle. <laughs> um, and yeah, just to follow, there's about two or three more uh, assaults and batteries and leading up to the Christy Mack incident. 
So yeah, judges were pretty easy to decide that he needs to be put away for a long, long time. And uh, especially after what Christy Mack looked like and all the photos occurring right after the incident itself. She was fucking brutalized. Yeah, good riddance, this guy. Yeah, fucking yeah. Fucking war machine. Yeah, fuck you, War Machine. You're doing the comic book hero uh, disjustice. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's not Don um, Cheadle. It's not what Don Cheadle would do. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and keeping up with the drama, you, the UFC is becoming more and more like pro wrestling, I swear. There's a lot of fucking like backstory to the whole fucking main events. It's supposed to be just fighting, but a lot of the drama is coming from out of the competition itself these days. And now what's going on is Chris Cyborg actually just lost the sponsorship because she ended up hitting Angela Magnana at the UFC Athlete Retreat oh, shit. this month. They have an Athlete and, uh, Retreat? Yeah, UFC does an Athlete Retreat, which um, all like the majority of the rousters there, you know, a few of the main guys won't be there, you know, but they had 300 off the um, roster there, 300 of their signed athletes. Wow. And uh, it's a chance for the public to see, like, training sessions and get to interact with the fighters so it's a pretty cool thing um it happens every year it's been going on for a while now okay but in this story cyborg didn't just go out and hit her what was going on is that um <laughs> angela had been antagonizing cyborg online and actually like uh she was like making fun of cyborg the way she looked could Cyborg is a little bit masculine looking, you know, she doesn't look like the traditional woman you would see. Well, I mean, you, but, got, uh, you she, got, like, muscles from working out so much, I mean, it is oh, what it is. she a strong chin, too. She looks pretty beefy. But, uh, she was cyberbullying Cyborg and, uh, was making fun of her, like, looks at, like, an, like an event that, uh, Cyborg was at, like, a children's cancer hospital, so it was pretty fucked up. Wow. And it was more than just that instance, it was a couple things that were going on, and then this is the first time Cyborg had actually seen her, and she just walked up and clocked her. And uh, <laughs> apparently, she had to get a few stitches in the back of her mouth, but um, the main thing is that Cyborg has a sponsorship with Girl, G-R-R-L, and uh, they weren't too happy about it. They released a statement that said they can't be associated with this because they have you know, endorsements with even kids as young as 8 years old. So, uh, they want nothing to do with it. She was supposed to get paid for another, um, like, public event. are weird, She didn't man. get paid for it from them. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy, man. You gotta be careful because you're representing all these companies. Well, I see, always watching. I think it's weird because it's like, okay, if you're hitting someone in there, like, we'll sponsor you. But if you hit someone here, like, we can't have anything to do with you. Yeah. It's a little, well, it's yeah. a little hypocritical. It's still illegal. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, in the ring, it's like sanctioned if they're gonna sponsor her for hitting people in the ring like what's i don't see much of a difference like besides it being illegal yeah i get that but like it's still the same like idea you know still the same person i guess kind of but you know again it's sanctioned in the ring you know and uh it doesn't mean just because you're a fighter that you have to be on your lookout 24 7 well i guess yeah people screw up and stuff yeah. So, oh yeah, and, especially. And I understand a business can do what they want, but it just seems a little hypocritical to me to be like, it's like you're deal you're dealing with MMA fighters. Like, you are you surprised that they hauled off and hit someone? Like, yeah. That and that's what makes you drop the sponsorship. It's like, but you're okay with them hitting someone to near like fucking unconsciousness in the ring. In you the know? ring. Which sends the yeah, same I mean, message. I, I yeah, figure. You know, it's just all martial artists are supposed to be. You know 
high, they're supposed to keep their, their fucking mentality intact when they're, you know, not in the ring fucking fighting. So, I mean, that kind of comes into that, I guess, you know? Yeah. They want to see people that are still respectful out of the ring, but monsters in the ring. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. You gotta follow, you gotta obey the laws. Yeah. And speaking of uh, martial artists that always keeps us cool and very respectable, Demetrius Mighty Mounts Johnson. He's been making a little bit of a, a wave in the uh, pool right now. And what's going on is um, they're trying to throw TJ Dillashaw at him. Which, if you're not aware, TJ Dillashaw is a weight ranking up. He's a, he's a quite a bit bigger than Little Mighty Mouse, and um, he's nowhere near in the rankings. And uh, Mighty Mouse is a little pissed about this because he's tied right now with Anderson Silva for the most titles defenses ever in the UFC history. Damn. Which is a big deal. Um, everybody knows the Spider. He's a fucking legendary. And Demetrius, you know, he's like one of the pound for pound best fighters. You know, even could be the best pound for pound. But he's so respectful and quiet that he doesn't get what he deserves. You know, like, that's common in this business. You know, you, people like Connor that run their mouth or the Diaz brothers, they tend to, like, get a little more publicity and people like that shit. You know, yeah. going into the entertainment value beyond just the actual athleticism. There's something to be respected, though, from, like, his composure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think, too. But, uh, you know, it just seems that he's not getting the mask for it. So now... He's getting a little pissed because he thinks that Dana's, you know, just going out of hand trying to, you know, please the fans or, like, make more of a wave when he should be fighting Ray Borg, who's technically the next contender and in his weight class. And also, this puts it at jeopardy, you know, he's TJ Dillashaw is going to be a little more of a fucking challenge to beat him, and he's riding right on the fucking... If he wins this next match, he's going down in history. He's got a new record. You know, like, he's, he's past Anderson Silva. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So Mighty Mouse is real pissed, and uh, there's been a lot of battle online. Dana White saying, you know, if you don't take the fight, we're going to shut down the fucking featherweight division. And uh, <laughs> fucking Demetrius is like, uh, shut it down then, because this is bullshit. Like, they're, like, going back and forth. And now he's and then he's, like, he's saying that he wants, if TJ does not make the weight change, he wants his full fucking fight purse. Which, Dana White's saying no, TJ saying he'd do it. So, we're gonna see this boil out in the next few weeks. I, w I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, DJ versus TJ. I think it would be a hell of a fight. <laughs> DJ versus TJ. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, definitely would be. Um, it's just that Dillashaw's a lot bigger. And this is all stemming down from that the Cardi Cody Garbrandt can't do the fight right now because he's, re he's recovering right now from some type of injury. So, we're not gonna see that fight. And, uh... They want to put Dillashaw somewhere, you know. They want to get him into the mix, and this is definitely a super fight. Yeah, that that would be one to see for sure. It's two two respectable fighters. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Dillashaw, Dillashaw is not really eh, as respectable, I don't know. but he's I, kind I of a dick. I always liked him. Eh. Not, I, he I, may I'm, not on, be I'm on Team Cody. I'm on Team Cody. <laughs> it's not a uh, respectable in social situation, but in the ring. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can't argue the guy was one of the better champions for sure. And that's why Connor does both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor's the man. Let's just say that we're big fans of Connor here at ASP. All the belts, all the fucking belts. I'll take all them belts over there. And moving along to the match that I really want to fucking see so bad, we're gonna have Cormier versus Jones two finally go down. 
And we wouldn't have that without a lot of drama. And that's exactly what's going on right now. Cormier is on Jones about fucking all of his, you know, drug testing and everything. And uh, saying that you're not going to be half the man you were before when you were doping up and shit. Which, Jones was caught. He was red flagged um, for a few substances. But um, apparently it came from, like, what he says is that he used the male enhancement drug. And he didn't realize they had it in there. So, you know, he needed to get a little hard one night with a lady or whatever. <laughs> and took okay. something. And uh, if it showed up in his system... Has a few chemicals that are red flagged, you know, and they ban. So, who's to say what really happened? I mean, you can't really prove it, but it did put off the fight. Now the fight's back on. It's going to happen at 214, UFC 214, July 29, 2017. Um, it's going to be right in Anaheim, California, which will be there soon. Yeah, man, it's it's been fucking crazy. Now, one of the more entertaining things that came out of this is... Alexander Gustafsson has been running his mouth on online and stuff, and actually after his last fight he won, he uh, had a lot to say against fucking John Jones, talking shit about him, you know. He was saying basically that he's not a good person. Um, really? Yeah, and uh, he was talking about his steroid use and shit like that, which was pretty crazy. And uh, John Jones was not having any of it. And he, he was uh, saying, these are his tweets right here, John Jones. So, of course you are rooting for Daniel Gus. You might as well pray for him while you're at it. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a Ale shot. Alexander... Oh, it gets way better. Alexander actually uh, <laughs> lost to DC a little while, a ways back. And, uh... Jones goes on to say, And here's a little FYI. You didn't lose against DC and I because of your cardio. It was because of your lack of heart. And then he Damn. goes on. He goes, I'm not a champion because you don't like my personality. Fuck you. John Jones is a John Jones is a bad person. You sound like a fucking dork. Congrats on the engagement, though. Beautiful woman. You know what? I'm about to say it. Say it. Say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Alexander had just proposed to his fiance or to his girlfriend of a long time at that fight, actually. So that's where that comes from. Um, wow. And then Shots fired. He goes, "I'm not a champion because I'm a bad person." You're not a champion because you don't win championship fights. Which was the <laughs> biggest motherfucking burn. And that's... I love fucking Johnny Bone Jones, man. My favorite athlete, honestly, man. Yeah, he, he's... He's a, he's a keeper. He's the fucking man. He really is. And, uh... I just fucking can't wait. Like, July 29th cannot come fast enough for me, honestly. But, before we get to July 29th, which that will be the headliner fight, Jones vs. Cormier 2, we got a really fucking stacked card for UFC 213. Um, July 8th, 2017, happening right in Las Vegas, the fight capital of the world. One of the most stacked cards I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, we got Amanda Nunez putting our title on the line against Valentia Shevenko, um, who's a hell of a competitor. She's 14 and two right now. Um, great record for women's. I don't think she'll be able to put the lion down, but we'll have to fucking see. The next card, the co-main event, is Yoel Romero, which, fucking monster he's he's kind of a cheater though like uh his last fight he was getting yelled at fucking because he was like dousing himself with water and they got to pause the fight to fucking like wipe him down because he he fucking tires out like he gets winded yeah so he's kind of a cheater but uh he's fighting robert whitaker and uh that's another fucking dude hell yeah hell yeah it's gonna be fucking awesome but the next fight should be the fucking coke because it's like 
fucking amazing. It's a fight that's been in the works for a long time. Robbie Lawler, who needs no introduction, versus Cowboy Cerrone. This is a fight I'm actually almost as excited about as the Jones and uh, Cormier 2. That's going to be a definite brawl. It's going to go all the way. I'm guaranteeing it right now. You heard it here. And then it just keeps going on. I mean, Fabricio Verdum versus Alistar Overeem. Two great heavyweights. It's fucking insane, man. This is a heavy hitter fucking pay-per-view. And then, Anthony Showtime Pettis versus Jim Miller. So this is just the fucking <laughs> Jim main Jim Miller card. sounds so generic. Jim Miller is not generic at all, man. <laughs> he trains with Sparta fucking in New Jersey. He's a fucking top lightweight, man. Um, he needs to get a nice, uh, like, Jim the Lumberjack Miller. Dude, he's got Fight of the Night six times, Submission of the Night three times. He's, he's a fucking beast. I don't he's know if he has a showtime. nickname. I've never heard a nickname for Jim Miller, but he definitely needs a little flair. You're not kidding there. <laughs> You're definitely not kidding. But Something yeah. to reflect his, his record. Yeah, I might actually go into depth on um, recounting this pay-per-view when it happens, man, because I'm pretty fucking stoked for it. Um, if we don't talk about Green Corner beforehand again, maybe I'll go a little more in-depth into the people. But, mainly people, I want you to tune in July 29th, 2017. Because you're going to see the fight of the fucking year. I'm telling you. Jones and Cormier too. Jones is coming back for his belt that he never fucking lost. And until next time, people, that's the fucking green corner. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Alright. I'm going to ease you into this. Don't fucking... Don't freak out, man. Don't fucking freak out. <laughs> if you want to check us out, go to Facebook. Go to Instagram. All you got to do is search American Slacker Podcast. Also, why don't you check out our main hub, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. And hey, if you want to email with us, we'll, we'll be your pen pals. Send us an email at AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com. If you can remember this fucked up name, it's A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's us on Twitter and Reddit. It's at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. Rate and review us on iTunes. Please, five stars all we want it's all you're gonna give us we accept nothing but that and if you have a friend who might like the show fucking tell them be like hey get get with these slackers why are you slacking they are slacking because they don't know about podcasts send them over to our youtube we always have our newest episodes there along with all the past episodes that we've posted and if you want to hear a little music jam it out a little bit Here's some of the artists that we cover on here. There's some fucking great ones. All you got to do is go to Spotify, search American Slacker Podcast, and you will find over two hours of wonderful tunes to keep you occupied. Hell yeah. Become a Patreon sponsor of the show, and you get such accolades as a shout-out. You can ask us a question that we'll answer on the show if you donate $5. And... You also get access to play Xbox with us on the fourth Saturday of every month. And with all these new E3 things coming out, there's bound to be something cool we're doing. So you want to head on over to our the Patreon or just go to patreon.com and search American Psycho Podcast. Check out our personal Instagrams and Snapchats. Maybe even play a game with us on our gamer tags. My Instagram is MWG Media. My Snapchat and my gamer tag are the same, one and the same. Maddie G from HP. My Instagram, Snapchat, and Gamertag are all Landers the Plane. Why don't you fucking brag about it, man? You got it all in line, <laughs> smooth. I'm fucking hey, sick of this. you can change yours. You can change yours. This, make, 
just for the sake of the plugs, you could change them. All right, you beautiful fucks. We love every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. Henry Rollins. <laughs>